uh, we got to bounce back quick here and uh, on the road and play a South Florida team that's won three in a row and won 24 games last year and re they return all five starters. So they have a uh, they're led by their backcourt guys uh, in Riddell and Collins and both those guys are returning all uh, AAC players. And so um, they have experience, they have depth, they're very, very athletic. They'll be one of the most athletic teams we've played um, all year. Uh, and then they're one of the best teams in the country in creating turnovers. Five, uh, they're six and four in the year, and five of their ten games they've created 20 or more turnovers. Um, and they just won last, or they won on Sunday, uh, and they created 19 turnovers. So that'll be a big key to the game. They really pressure you and deny, and uh, they're very physical on the ball. And then they just funnel guys to their rim protector, uh, their big kid who's a seven footer. So um, a big key for us will be. Uh, we got to handle the ball, not turn it over, because they raid it and they just come to it strong all the time. So we're going to have to be uh, very cognizant of that. We have to be ball tough. We have to make great decisions um, from that respect, and not uh, allow our offense to be their best offense. And then offensively for them, um, certainly they create a lot of offense because of their turnovers. They're an excellent rebounding offense, rebounding team. Um, they get 38.4 percent of their missed shots, and um, and they get fouled a decent amount. Number zero gets fouled 6.5, shoots six and a half free throws a game. So, uh, but they're very, um, they're not necessarily like a high end, uh, what I mean, uh, high tempo offensive team uh, unless it's off of their turnover. So then they'll almost always kind of see what they can get. Otherwise, they're just going to run a set and run play after play after play after play. So we're going to have to do a great job of guarding the ball um, and have excellent screen roll defense. So, uh, got to bounce back from a dis you know a tough loss uh, in a great environment the other day and you know sometimes when you play these rivalry games it's you know you, you got to really um, you can't let one loss become two and three uh, you got to get have a uh, got to learn from it and it should sting but at the same time you got to move forward and concentrate on getting better um, should be a great environment in terms of playing in the Houston Rockets arena um, three really you know good games going on that day. Um, in Houston, and so uh, we're excited to be a part of that event. How did you get involved in this game, and how do you get involved in the game of Florida? How did those games come about? <clears throat> um, teams just advertising. The uh, one of the guys that's running this tournament uh, uh, is a longtime friend of our program, and um, you know we recruit a lot in Texas, and so um, they were advertising for a team to play, and and of course we had a heck of a time getting games, and so it just kind of worked out. Um, uh, with us to find a neutral opponent in South Florida, and then the the Orange Bowl, um, whatever it's called, classic. Uh, I think it's three Florida. You know, obviously we're playing Florida and Florida State and uh, South Florida. Ironically, uh, is playing in the first game. So two neutral court events against two um, uh, very quality opponents, and and again scheduling is always a a tough thing, and and so sometimes you just got to take what you can what you can get. But we're happy to be a part of both events. But with the t it, it's a good situation, obviously, for you guys to be able to play with what you want to have happen with this program against these kind of teams. Yeah. Get them on a neutral court, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I'm always a fan of playing home and homes, but at the same time, um, not everybody is. So you got to be able to, and, and you know, these types of games um, with the net rankings and whatnot. You know, if you're top 50 in the net, that's a quad one win on a neutral floor, and so, um, so. You know, it should be two, uh, net two or net, you know, at worst a net two game for both of them. 
and and at best obviously in that one. So it's a these are good games for us, and, and they're going to help us prepare for Mountain West Conference play. And in great venues, mm-hmm. right? When you play in the Houston Rockets Arena, and and guys love that kind of you know thing, and that's an area that we recruit to. Um, right now we have one, you know, Marco Anthony is the one current player on our roster from Texas, but obviously we signed Nigel John, and he's from um, Texas. So I think it's important to get those kind of games in areas that you recruit to. Can I ask you? We, you can ask me whatever well, you want. Were you surprised that Nemeas got as much done in that game against BYU the amount of time he has played? Yeah, he. he um, I mean, he looked good in practice, especially um, when uh, Thursday. No, no, Friday. Um, it's just funny. There's there's days he looks really good, and there's days it's maybe not so good. And I thought, especially the second half of um, the BYU game, he just. He just looked way more comfortable out there. And so there's, like we've said before, you have the, the physical aspect and you have the mental aspect. And how do you handle the running as hard as you need to in transition defense and in the physicality of things when you're getting banged around and trusting that, right, uh, how your body's going to react to that. <clears throat> and certainly he's adjusting in a, in a, in a very good way. So um, nothing ever really totally surprised me with or us with Nimi, but I thought he looked a lot better Saturday against BYU than he did the previous game against Fresno. Not that he was bad against Fresno, but he just looked a lot better. And it's amazing when you get to this point in the rehab how another seven days, and then another seven days, how much your progress can, you really, you, you grow leaps and bounds when things are going well that way. Did he progress okay today from practice, playing that much? Yeah, he looked great. Okay I asked so, him before so practice, he goes, I feel great. I feel, I feel great. So, so you anticipate um, he can play Yeah, I anticipate that much? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't got the clearance on it, but he, he looked good in practice again today, and so uh, that's what I would anticipate. And who knows, maybe even more, but we obviously have two more days until sure. we get to that point, so I just kind of tricked myself into, like, if he plays, it's a bonus. If he doesn't, we got to prepare for that. But, you know, but still get him the reps that he needs in practice. It's an interesting time of year. You had kids that aren't in school. They got a break for a while. It's around holidays, but you guys are going to be gone for a while. I mean, how do you keep everything in check with the different things that are going on? Well, I mean, we've had musical chairs all year. I feel like it's just kind of been one of those things between a lot of different factors. But, you know, I think... Uh, I was really excited about practice today. You just don't, you know, as a coach, you just, you have the day off and you're just agonizing and you're thinking about the game over and over and over again. You're worried about what is our mental state going to be. But I was excited about where we were and or how we practiced today and the way we responded to film today. And and so, you know what, maybe maybe getting away will be a good thing for us. You know, maybe um, final school's over now, so there's no... You're not thinking about this, that, or the other. You're just worried about basketball and your body and recovery. And and um, and so, um, you know, a lot of times you get out of that finals week and it's kind of the, uh, there's almost a weight lifted off their shoulder and the weather will be a little bit warmer, I think. And so <laughs> they, they might be looking forward to that too. But uh, but I think more than anything, they're just looking forward to getting back out there and, and competing again against you know, two quality opponents that I think if we can take care of business will really help us, you know, in the long term. Coach, I know it sounds like an odd question, but with how, as much as you guys have traveled so far early in the season, can you talk about the importance of your training staff and what they know yeah. to do for your players and taking care of them? It's huge, and, and we knew when the schedule was put together when you compared last year, we didn't, even though we are 
gone almost the same amount of time. It was just way shorter trips. And so now when you're traveling all this time, it's dedication. Like Carl Smith, our athletic trainer, has been a very busy man um, this year with all of our stuff that's going on. And, and Logan Ogden is our the strength and conditioning coach. And those two guys are like best friends. It's almost like uh, um, the movie Twins, you know, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. It's kind of like that with their personalities, but somehow they're like long-lost brothers. Um, and I can't explain it, but they just work so well together. And, and it takes them to be really connected to discussing what's best for Nimi or what's best for Diogo or what's best for Sam or, you know, right, or, or Cuba now and so on and so forth. So um, it takes a lot of... So much of it is maintenance, but preventative maintenance, right? And being out ahead of it and doing their recovery and mobility and, and making sure the play, the, that the student-athletes are taking ownership too and doing whatever they need to do um, in terms of getting their injuries back to where it needs to be. And that takes, you got to be ahead of it and progressive with that thing. You can't just throw a couple of Tylenols in and you know, ice and elevate, like those days are done if you're really going to recover the way you need to. So it takes a team, man, and when I say a team, uh, it's your coaching staff and it's obviously your student athletes, but it takes everybody and certainly Logan and Carl are a humongous part of what we do in our program. And then you guys, I mean, going to Florida across the country, do you have, do you have your assistants like plan in advance and scout Florida ahead of time? Oh, yeah. I mean, how is yeah. that? How hard is that to do? Is one game and go across country and do another. Well, game? we do. I mean, it's kind of our routine. I mean, um, our staff is ass our assistant coaches are assigned um, scouts at before the season starts, so they they're always working ahead and and following all their games. You know, I mean, I guarantee you, um, I, I guarantee you, uh, uh, Eric Peterson has always watched already watched some UNLV games, and Austin's watched some. Um, New Mexico games and we don't only play New Mexico one time like I, they're always working ahead getting the feel for and that's the beauty with some of the technology now you can really be more efficient with what you're doing and um, but that's an ongoing thing and I think that's one, uh, something that we do um, in a good way but that's why you have a team right and, and they can afford to look ahead and be ready to go with certain teams. You, you talked about South Florida has most of their starters back and they won. They won the one tournament. Was it CIT or CBI that they won last year? Mm -hmm. Are you kind of surprised that they're only six and four? Well, one of their guys um, got hurt early on in the year, and he's out for the year. So I think that um, you know hurt them a little bit um, because they're obviously he's a really good player. We know how that goes <laughs> when you lose a really good player. Things are different. So they, they, I feel like they're starting to hit their stride a little bit. They've won three in a row now, and. Um, so sometimes it just takes time when you're adding the, um, some new guys okay. into the fray, right? And so they're a very, very talented team. And there's not much they don't. They can score it inside. They can shoot the three. And they have a couple guards that can really mm -hmm. get downhill on you. And then the way they defend, it, like it's, it poses some problems. So and, and I feel like they're gaining their stride. And they beat Wofford by 14. Wofford just beat North Carolina. North Carolina. I know. So. It's uh it's crazy how it goes. Um, it's just matchups are a big thing in college basketball, as we know, and so um, they're very, very talented, and we knew that when we scheduled them. But we felt like like this would be a good game to make us better and help us with the, like I said, for postseason play.